You're listening to the best breakfast show in the land. Uh, good morning, Tepo. Welcome to the show. Good morning, Bongani. Tepo, j- just, just, just from listening to the conversations around uh, specifically um, violence at schools, I mean, if you look at the stats um, between 2020 and 2021, um, 160 uh, of, of, of the sexual misconducts involved teachers. Where do you think we, 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 we went wrong to get here? Sure, but uh, you know, I, I, I wish we had we had uh, more than, than, than the time that's been allocated, right? Because it's really uh, uh, it, it, it's various issues, right? It's a, it's a socio-economic issue. It's, it, 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 it's our it's our unfortunate history of South Africa, where there's violence. It's, 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 it's mental uh, wellness. It's emotional immaturity. It, it, it's a system that's not really working. That's that that's geared at supporting our kids, right? And the unfortunate part is, you know, when teachers have have, have molested children, or um, you know, they, they, they sometimes what happens, or too often what happens actually, is that teacher is gone from this school and moves to another school. I remember a case a couple of years ago where a, 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 a water polo coach, right, yeah. was was up in, in Australia for molesting kids, and this was a South African teacher who was doing I remember. in South Africa. So, so, so we, we need to. We often talk about zero tolerance, right? But unfortunately, our actions and the way that we implement things, it doesn't. It's anything but zero tolerance. So that is the most unfortunate part. I mean, I'm, I'm looking at the numbers. The numbers are scary. Um, over ninety thousand yes. kids um, fell pregnant from as as young as the age of ten. Is the yeah. is there are there conversations that you think maybe us as parents? Um, can have with our kids to try and assist the teachers because I also feel like the teachers themselves sometimes are overwhelmed. And 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 you know, Bongani, the, the the key word here is conversations, right? Um, the unfortunate part is we we don't have those conversations. I mean, for example, you should start having uh, conversations with your children, uh, particularly the third child, as early as possible to say, look, if somebody touches you in this particular way. It actually isn't inappropriate, and you need to feel comfortable to come to me, to your mother, or even report it at school, you know, but obviously tell somebody that's going to do something. And when that child does report that issue, you know, you need to create a safe space where they feel safe to be able to be that vulnerable and tell us what is happening. But what we also see, what we also see is, is, is that whenever somebody reports an issue of, of, of sexual impropriety or, or violence or even rape, the first point of call, whether it's at the home or anywhere else in society, is to keep it quiet. You know, let's not embarrass the family. Let's manage it mm-hmm. ourselves. You know, let's see what we can do. And unfortunately, what we need to start doing is we need to start being loud about this. If you look at yeah. all the challenges that South Africa has, right, whether it be jobs, whether it be issues of of, 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 of food security, the economy, we talk about all these issues every single day, but here we've got an issue of violence at our schools, violence against our women, of rape, of femicide. We also need to start talking about these issues with a higher frequency, right? It shouldn't be only saved for 60 days of activism because it's happening every single day. We know that today, unfortunately, there's going to be violence in the school ground or somebody is, is going to impregnate a, a child. But fortunately, what we know, and I commend the Department of Basic Education that has said, you know, if a child is a, that's a minor is pregnant, then the father will be arrested and prosecuted. So we need yeah. to make sure that we, we enforce that, we implement it, and if a teacher is found to be doing such things, they shouldn't be going near any 
near each other, they actually need to be named and shamed because that's a desperate situation that we're facing right now. And while you're speaking about the Department of Basic Education, I mean, in higher education itself, we see... Two uh, female uh, vice chancellors, you know, uh, Professor Ulenkabola and Professor Mutua, who have joined forces to fight against gender-based violence, which mostly occurs in these higher education spaces. Do you think enough is done in higher education to tackle GBV? I think generally, generally when it comes to tackling gender-based violence, not, not really enough is being done. But what is good is, I mean, the, the fact that the gender-based violence and femicide response fund has been formed, you are seeing the private sector that's really stepping up and saying, guys, we do have a problem in this country, and if we do not solve it, you know, it's going to eat away at society because it already is. It, it's now it's now rife at schools and it's higher institutions of higher learning. But what is fortunate to report is that uh, uh, the institutions of higher learning have strategies in place to start dealing with, uh, with uh, gender-based violence and, and femicide on their universities. But we know, as I said, you know, it's going to take it's going to take time because as much as we do care and look after um, uh, uh, um, survival and um, victims and turning them into survivors, we also need to have preventive measures. And that is things thing that are happening um, on campus and it's also happening at all um, facets, but we need to do significantly more. Like, as I said, yeah. you know, this is an issue that we need to start talking about, debating about, and really shining a brighter and the most, a very bright light on it because we are not winning at the moment. Yeah, tell us about the GBV um, Response Fund. Is it effective? How do I get through to it if I'm someone who's working in the GBV space anyway in South Africa? Yeah, so as, as you rightfully said, the fund was launched in 2021 in February by the president. In June, we then, what we do is we, we, we um, send out a request for proposals. We will say we are looking for community-based organizations to do this amount of work that comes that, that is fighting gender-based violence uh, on the ground. And the work that you do uh, should respond to the six pillars that are in the National Strategic Plan on Gender-Based Violence. So once you've put in your proposal, you go through a vetting process, uh, and then through that voting process, if you are selected, you will then get funding. But we also from there are also uh, a special projects, uh, for example, that we fund as well. For example, there's a program that was launched last year called What About the Boys, which is a program aimed at high school boys um, to teach them to move away from toxic masculinity, right? Because we know that toxic masculinity is one of the things that causes uh, 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 males to to um, to perpetrate violence against women and, and children. So that's how the fund works. Currently, we know that we are working towards releasing a, a request for proposal two, um, and then that will be obviously advertised wide. It will be available in all of the official eleven languages, and hopefully we can fund more and more. Currently, we are funding 108 community-based organisations and four intermediaries who are really chaperoning and, and giving giving guidance to an additional 54 community-based organizations nationally. And, and these um, community-based organizations are working in 45, 45 uh, gender-based violence hotspots in uh, a lot of uh, informal settlements in rural South Africa because we know that this is where the need is dire because of lack of resources. Sampo, uh, because of time, we're going to need to leave it there. Thank you so much for speaking to us this morning.
Thanks, 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 uh, that's Tepo uh, Sifotlelo from the Gender-Based Violence Response Fund, uh, which was launched by the president in 2021. Hashtag The Takeoff at Radio 2000 ZA on all social media platforms. Be part of an award-winning team.